welcome to the Vans Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning back into the broadcast. We are dealing with the subject, subatomic faith. This is part two of our series of subatomic faith. And for those of you that are just tuning in, go back and listen uh, to part one. All right, so go back and listen to part one of Subatomic Faith. And I don't want the title of this to turn anyone off. We are dealing with faith that goes into your molecular structure. We are talking about faith that you are one with. All right, and I want to work out of a scripture in Proverbs. And as we talked about last time, uh, our scripture in Proverbs We're going to continue into chapter 23 and verse 7. And chapter 23 and verse 7 says, For as as he, or one of the translations says, says, As a man thinketh in his heart, or as a woman thinketh in his heart, so is he, or so is she. So as you think in your heart, that's what you are. And the heart in the ancient Hebrew is defined as the whole of a person or the completeness of a person. Now listen, the breath and the mind, the breath and the mind. Okay. Now, in the Strong's Concordance, in the Hebrew section of your Strong's Concordance, number 5315, it says, properly, a breathing creature. That is an animal. Abstractly, vitality. And if you look down, it goes on into any appetite, beast, body, breath, creature, ghost, greed, We are dealing with the heart. Okay. I really like the ancient Hebrew word that was originally written, which is the whole of a person or the completing of a person. The body, the breath, and the mind. Okay. So as a man thinks in his mind and the breath, which is as a man speaketh, so is he, which is what we talked about last week. Okay. So... Your mind first has to believe it. Your mouth will then speak it and your body will become it. So there are people, let me give you an example. There are people, and if you are one of these people, please don't take offense. We're only trying to help you. There are people out there who will say they'll believe, okay, my mother had breast cancer. I'm going to have breast cancer. And then they'll speak. My mother had breast cancer. I'm going to have breast cancer. And then before you know it, Guess what? They have breast cancer. Why? Because as they believe, so are they. Or as you think 
That's what you become. Now, if you would start thinking like God, this is all part of put on the mind of Christ. This isn't anything anti-biblical. This is all biblical. If you would start thinking like God, which is putting on the mind of Christ, what is the mind of Christ? It's the mind of salvation. It's the mind of reconciliation. It's the mind that went forth and created all things that are in creation. Without him was not anything created that was created, but by him were all things created, not only by him, but for him were they all created. See? So if you put that mind on, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but put on the form of a servant and made himself lower than the angels and became obedient, even obedient to the death or uh, obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. See, this mind in you that was also in Christ Jesus that thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now, I'm not saying that you created all things by yourself. Don't get this mixed up. I'm simply stating that you do also have creation power because God gave it to you. And if you don't believe this, then tell me who created all the problems in your life that you didn't create in your own life. See, a lot of you can create problems, but you can't create solutions. Why? Because you don't believe you can create solutions, but you believe in the problems that you create. If you would come to the place in your life where you believe that you could create the solution to solve the problem that you created, then you would see solutions manifesting in your life and not just problems. And I know that there are people that are listening that say, uh, no, we can't create things. And yeah, that's, that's why you're living a miserable life right now. And it's very simple. I don't mean that bad. I'm just simply stating it's, that's why you live in misery. That's why you live in defeat. That's why you cannot get the victory because you will not come over to the place where you believe that you can create the resolution or the resolve or the solution to the problem that you, in fact, created in your own life. You have got to come to the place where you believe in what you are saying when you are speaking good, where you are speaking positive, where you're speaking life and not death. See, for as a man thinks, so is he. Now, I'm going to get into a little bit of the meat of the topic of subatomic faith. And the reason that I titled it subatomic faith, if you did not listen to part one, go back and listen to it. But the reason that I titled this subatomic faith is just simply because in the deepest parts of your cell structure is where your faith lies. And I am not the only one that believes this. There are some of you that are that are listening to other religions like Buddhists and, and different things. And you have written into me and you have asked uh, Pastor Vance and you and I'm going to quote. Someone writ, has uh, written in, they wrote in and they said, Pastor Vance, I believe that every religion has some kind of truth. Can you expound on that? And I was, I was a little leery about going to a podcast with the answer. Usually questions like that, I'll just, I'll, I will read the question. My, my staff will bring the question before me or I'll read the question 
and I'll respond to the question personally. I'll type the answer myself. And I did type an answer, but I'm going to share it with the rest of you because I've come to the realization that that person is not the only one that believes that, nor am I. I also believe that all uh, most religions, I'm not going to say all, but I, I believe that a lot of the religions around the world have some kind of truth to them. And they were not founded on total uh, ignorance. Okay. I believe they all have some kind of truth. I believe they have a particle of truth. I believe, now this is going to shock some of you. All right. So sit down. If you're driving, you might want to pull over. I believe that Greek mythology has truth to it. In fact, I believe it's true. I just believe it's true in the powers of darkness. I don't believe it's true for the kingdom of light. I believe it's true for the powers of darkness. So yeah, there's a lot of truth to, to a lot of different religions. And I believe that a lot of them were founded on the truth that came from our God. They just took a piece of truth. That's why we have so many different denominations, because they took a piece of truth. And they founded their own religion on a particle of truth. That is what Jesus was talking about when he said, the foolish man buildeth his house upon the sand. It's particles of truth. It's pieces of the rock. Jesus was called the Petra or the rock. See, so we're dealing with and trying to manifest whole truths. And part of the whole truth is that whatever you speak, you become. Because you believe the words that you speak. When you speak these things, you start to deal with the issues of what you believe. And the problem is a lot of people cannot come to the place where they can deal with the issues that they, in fact, believe within themselves. We're dealing with faith that becomes part of your cell structure. And this is one of the particles of truth that the Buddhists believe that is in fact true. The only problem is they leave God out of it. All right. Jesus said, I am the way John 14, six. He said, I am the way I am the truth and I am the life. No man cometh unto the father, but by me. He also said in John 10, that I am the door to the sheepfold, that if any man come up any other way is the same as a thief and a robber. So there are spiritual laws in place that people can tap into, but if they go outside of Jesus, those laws are available. Listen, when you're dealing with something like the laws of gravity or, and if you don't believe in gravity, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to relate to everyone. Uh, we, we don't think you're crazy. If you don't, uh, we, we do, as of right now, believe in gravity. Okay. So like something's got to hold us here on earth. And until we come to a deeper understanding of that, we're going to preach gravity. And if you, and some of you are listening, thinking I'm way off my rocker. No, we have people that, that follow us that don't believe in gravity. Uh, they believe it's something different and we just don't understand that right now. Okay. I'm, I'm more focused on the word of God and I don't study those things. So if you have a, a very in-depth understanding, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but the laws of gravity or the laws of nature, the laws of physics that are a fact in reality. Okay. 
there are people that believe so much that if they push their brake pedal, that if they push their brake pedal, that their car is going to stop. They believe that. They never once have taken into account that their brake lines are going to bust. Why? Because every time they ever push their brake pedal, their car stops. They believe that every time they accelerate to get on a highway or accelerate to shoot out in front of a car or accelerate through a green light, that their car is going to go. Why? Because every time they push the gas down, the car goes. They don't think about crashing. They don't think about failure. They only think that when they push the pedal down, it's going to operate the way it's supposed to operate. Well, if we believe that about a car that was man-made in a warehouse somewhere or an auto shop somewhere by people that are halfway out of their minds, then why in the world don't we believe that what we speak in the authority of God is going to come to pass? Why do we beg God and say, God, if it's your will, please, I'm begging you, heal my mother. Why do we say that stuff? This is why our loved ones, including us, die. This is why we, we go through a premature process of what we call death. Because we don't actually believe what we pray. Jesus said, if you had faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you could speak to the mountain, be thou removed, and cast into the sea. And if you doubt not in your heart, you would have whatsoever you asked. Well, the reality of the situation is when we pray, according to that, if we believe that, then we are the ones to blame because we are doubting. And I know there are a lot of people who are going to listen to this and think, well, I don't doubt when I pray. Shut up. Yes, you do. I do too. I've doubted more prayers than you have. Don't try to give me that garbage. You're full of doubt. Otherwise, you'd be casting the mountain into the sea. See what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with subatomic faith, You're dealing with something that is so deep inside of you that you cannot even comprehend that it even exists. We are talking about that the words that you speak, that you know beyond the shadow of a doubt, that what you say is going to come to pass. So let me give you an example. I was traveling with someone one time and somebody in the road did something goofy and the person that was driving looked up at that person and they said, I hope you wreck and die. Well, if listen, I hope you wreck and die. Think about that. If you really believe that they were going to wreck and die and they wrecked and died, how would you feel? You might as well have taken a gun and blown their head off shot their brains out all over the wall. That's what you did. I know some of you are listening going, oh, that's kind of gruesome. No, it's not. That's exactly what you wish on people on a day-to-day basis. And you don't even know it. You don't know the power of your words. You don't understand 
that what you speak and believe will come to pass because you don't understand that your body is in agreement. Your soul structure, your cell structure, your spirit is all in agreement with what you're saying. And when it lines up like that, that's where you get what you speak. So I want to share with you something very powerful and we're going to lead in very gently to the depth of the message here, but I want to share with you something very powerful. And for those of you that already understand this, please bear with me and understand that we have a lot of people listening right now uh, that have never heard anything like this in their life. So please be considerate and do not write me emails talking about or messages saying that, you know, this was shallow or whatever. I, I don't want to hear that stuff. There are so many people of different walks that are listening to these broadcasts, these podcasts. Be considerate for them. Pray for them that they would receive the message. If this is, if this is below you, pray for the people that it's not below. Pray for the people that are being swallowed up by this message. Now, I'm going to share something with you that is very powerful. And I believe that this is going to help you. When you speak something, now we're going to get a little bit scientific here. And I know that there are people that are scientists that are listening. And I, I, like I said in the first uh, episode of this, I, I was even leery of getting into this. But I know that there are people that are scientific that are going to be listening to this and they're listening with a very tight ear to just simply try to prove me wrong. And some of what I'm saying, if you disagree, if you're a scientist and you disagree with this, I encourage you to study what I'm saying. And I, I'm not encouraging you to study this in the scripture. If you're a scientist, I'm encouraging you to study this scientifically. See, scientifically, it is a proven fact that your body or your heart emits a six-foot radius of energy. A six-foot radius of energy. How far away did they tell you to stay away from people during the coronavirus? Six feet away. Yeah, sorry, I unmuted the wrong mic. Six feet away. Why do you think that they told you to stay six feet apart? They told you to stay six feet apart because they understand things that they have hidden from you. They understand things that they will not allow you to know. They understand that your heart emits a six-foot radius of energy. They understand that with the, if you're within six feet of each other, that the very energy that you're emitting. Now, I want you to understand that spirits are energy. Light is energy. Sound is energy. It's all energy. Spirits are energy. And if I am emitting the frequency of love and of healing and of life, and you stand within six feet of me, I have proven this. Uh, it's a little late right now, particularly the time that we're recording these, but I could actually call people on the phone right now. And if I could get them out of bed, they would admit that when they got within six feet of me, they felt a presence that they did not feel 
where they were sitting. All right. And I know for most of you, you're like, yeah, anybody could say that. Yeah, you're right. Anybody could say that. But for those people and me, we know it was true. All right. So here's the reality. If you're emitting life and love and healing and forgiveness in the ministry of reconciliation, if you're emitting that, which means that you're emitting God, then anybody that gets within six feet of you, just by being within six feet of you, is going to be healed. You don't think that the powers that are at work against what God is doing recognizes this fact? That's why you have to stay at least six feet apart. Have you been to a grocery store recently? These people are standing 12 feet apart. They don't want anything crossing into what kind of fear they believe in. All right. And I don't know how many people are going to get to hear this because I I do realize that they uh, have voice recognition software and and they can do like a, a speech to text thing. And then when they speech to text, then I speak trigger words and then they don't allow you to hear what I'm saying. I, I'm aware of this. I, I know this. I, we've been getting reports all the time that people are not getting notifications that we are even podcasting anymore. They thought we quit. We're not quitting. So that being said, I, I encourage you to share these with all of your friends. Okay. We're not here to offend people. We're not here to upset people. We're just here to educate people. And we're here to educate people in the knowledge of God. So your heart emits a six foot radius of energy. Where does that come from? It comes from the realm of God. See, I am six foot two inches. That's how tall I am. I'm six foot two. Used to be a little bit taller, but as you get older, you shrink. I'm six foot two. If I hold my arm straight out horizontally, I have a six foot two radius. So if you're within double my arm length of either side of me, you're within the radius of the energy that I emit. That's why certain people that have walked up on other people, they have said there was a certain aura about them. They felt the energy that they were emitting. Now, don't forget the fact that energies our spirits are energies. Okay. This is what the paranormal people understand that even Christians don't understand. Even Pentecostal people who think they understand this, they don't understand this, but paranormal people that have no religion whatsoever understand this spirits are energy. Why do you think they're energy? Why do you think that they have records of people who have lived in a house and after they passed away, they still see that person coming down the stairs and going into the kitchen to make coffee. That's just one example because that energy still remains. Why? Because you have emitted that energy in that pattern for so long that that energy is going to retain that pattern. This is why you, this is part of the overflow of you being created in the image and likeness of God. If you're created in the image and likeness of God, then that is the eternal aspect of you that is going to forever run that pattern. Okay. Now we are dealing with faith. We are dealing with as a man thinks, so is he. 
That's what we're talking about. As a man thinks, so is he. And I encourage every one of you to tune in to the very next broadcast. Do not miss it. We are going to continue to go into the inner depths of subatomic faith. So listen to this powerful message as we go off the air. And until the next time, may God continually bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet, and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom. And you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.